Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast presented by BetOnline.ag and Balance7.com. I'm Yo Legazzo and today I'm joined by Joseph Constantino. So what's up, Joseph? Not much, man. How are you doing? Good, man. Just uh, tired. You tired? <laughs> Pretty exhausted. <laughs> End of the week love. kind of thing, but I, I love that NBA is getting closer every single day. So yeah, man. Something to look forward yeah. to. Yeah, uh, schedule just came out. Right. So that's exciting to see. Um, I'm thinking about. Uh, I live here in Chicago, so I'm thinking about buying tickets for the Lakers Chicago game. Um, hundred six bucks <laughs> for the bleachers. Oh, is that okay for you? Like okay price? Because I mean, I went. No, to... la- last year it was like fifty eight. Oh. it's just because. <laughs> of the new Lakers team and the new Bulls team. That's and then right. I looked up M- Milwaukee's only two hours away. I looked them up w- when I lived in Milwaukee, the tickets to the bleachers were like $14. Oh my gosh. So now it's like 200 plus for that yeah. Lakers ticket for that Lakers game over there. That is not cheap. It's crazy. You know, and, and we, we got to say it in every podcast, but as part of the Bulls, Lineup, you got Caruso. You know he's the one adding value to those tickets. That's now. it. I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's it. not DeRozan. It's not Lonzo. It's it's Caruso. It's the goat. It's it's the goat. It's the bald Mamba. It's the bald Eagle. Um, anyway, um, speaking of goats, just kidding. I don't know. Maybe it may be your opinion that he's the goat. Um. Actually, I was talking to my friends today, I, um, and we were talking about MJ and, and 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 LeBron, and who is the better basketball player. You know, we're not talking about titles; we're talking about skills. One is a Suns fan, one's a Utah fan, Ooh. and so they said they both said LeBron was a better basketball player. Anyway, we're talking about LeBron today, um, but we're not going to compare him to. MJ today for for some reason, in in fact we're gonna um, so there was a poll that was released um, later earlier this week, um, and it basically said that uh, LeBron James received zero votes from the ten scouts and executives uh, that were polled um, for the best player in the NBA. So they gave five votes to Kevin Durant, 
and five votes to Giannis and zero to LeBron. Man. And obviously after this came out, um, tons of reactions, obviously Lakers and LeBron fans, LeBron stands. Um, and even LeBron had something to say about it. Um, he responded to a tweet by Cuffs the Legend, and he said to that tweet, hashtag super washed, and then had the little, ba- you know, like the trash basket. Uh, then later on tweeted, like, I don't know, a few minutes later, he said, thank you in capital letters, thank you. As if I didn't need more to fuel me, right? That's the fuel emoji, right? Um, hashtag washed king. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he responded. Uh, he obviously disagrees. And he obviously uh, thinks this is going to, you know, he obviously is going to use this and motivate him. Um, and, you know, Tons of reactions, and, and apparently something that came out was that apparently there's a history of this happening throughout the last several years where there's this poll, he gets zero votes, or not, or, or like a few votes, um, and he's not voted as the best player in the world, and LeBron sticks up for himself, and he, you know, he says, super washed, or hashtag washed king. Um, anyway, so we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about Paul Pierce, what Paul Pierce said, because... Uh, it's funny what he always says because you know he's a Laker hater, um, super hater. Even That's though he grew title. up here as a Laker fan, because <laughs> he went to the Celtics. <laughs> I mean, I assume he was a Laker fan. He he grew up in Inglewood, right? Yeah, he's just made poor decisions. That's all. Poor, exactly. <laughs> he went to the Clippers too. Anyway, he says this about LeBron James. I think he said this on national TV on ESPN. Maybe, I don't know. He says, if they don't win this year, it's going to be a big hit on LeBron's legacy. He's not top five all time if the Lakers don't win, let alone lose in the first round. No more GOAT talk anymore. So, um, man, some harsh words there. Yeah. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. It came out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's from because I feel like Paul Pierce always says this. That that sounds like Paul Pierce, right? It's yeah. not like Is that new? Weird to hear that from him. That yeah. sounds like something Paul Pierce would say. Yeah, I think he repeats it every year. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um anyway, let's talk about like, you know, let's talk about LeBron, right? Let's actually talk about LeBron and is he still the best player in the world? Um we talk about the best three players and it looks like, you know, it's it may be Giannis, it might be uh it might be uh K D. Is it LeBron? Is it Steph Curry? Right. Um, and yeah, we can talk about Paul Pierce's comment, right? If you don't, if we don't win this year, is, is he gonna is, is his legacy in jeopardy, right? So, uh, yeah, let's go talk about it. That's it's 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 so interesting to me, Yoa, that you know these ten scouts and executives. Obviously, there's only ten votes, right? Five went to KD, five went to Giannis, and nothing for LeBron. It's so interesting that people are already forgetting that who the champions were. Um, just prior to this year, who who put another banner up before the Bucks did, right? We were there. The Lakers were there. LeBron was there, um, and all of a sudden, like it, the the season would get out of the first round. People are throwing shade already. It just blows my mind how quickly people can be at this. And 
I'll I'll give them some credit. If you're comparing them to KD and Giannis as far as let's say they play one on one or whatever, obviously LeBron's the oldest out of the three. Right, right. And, and, and there's gonna be some age difference there, and maybe a little bit of talent difference there. But you're gonna tell me that if we're gonna comp- we're gonna talk about the best player in the world currently out of those three, and LeBron didn't get a vote, that blows my mind. That is a straight up shot, and that's just I think we're these executives and these scouts are thinking way too far ahead and way too current compared to like, hey, LeBron is still around. LeBron still has championships, still has stats, still carries his team, still puts in the work on the floor, navigates the floor really well, still facilitates the t- team on the floor. Like he, he runs the offense and defensively, he still hustles at his age. You can't tell me that he's not comparable to KD and Giannis and gets zero votes. That just, that's ridiculous. Um, I, I don't have the stats offhand. I don't have the information the scouts or executives have, but I love that LeBron's using this as fuel. This is my favorite part because it's to him, it's like, yeah, like I needed more fuel to, to, to get me going, to, to pursue something greater this season. This, this is going to be, this is something that's going to bite those scouts and executives in the butt. Oh, you gave zero votes to LeBron. Guess who won the championship this year? Yeah. And you know what? The funny thing is this exact same thing happened in the 2019-2020 season yep. where we won the championship. Um, you know, they LeBron came out, right? Uh, Lonzo was traded. So all the young kids for Anthony Davis in a very failed uh, season for LeBron James. They, we didn't even make the, the, the playoffs, right? The, playoffs, the year yep. before. And so everybody counted LeBron out. They said he's washed. And he's, you know, he's not he's not there anymore, right? What did he do, right? <laughs> he took all that in, and and used it like like he, I, I believe he's how oh, he's gonna do it this year. He's gonna use that to fuel himself all season long. Look, um, LeBron is heading into his nineteenth season. He's gonna That's be thir- thirty seven years old. That's a year older than when Kobe retired, um, and before last year before he got injured and you can find all these reports and polls by the way uh back in before uh march before he got injured lebron was the top candidate for mvp i mean that again this is before the injury that he sustained that brought him out for like almost half the season most of the season yeah right right um and you know he's also coming out of an injury now that he played through the series against the Suns, he kind of he was he they said he had, he was playing at eighty percent, um, and you know let's let's talk about what happened after that right? KD and Giannis went head to head. Giannis got the best of KD. He was yeah. KD's foot size was the was the determining <laughs> factor there that uh, didn't win him the game, and Giannis won the title eventually and got Finals MVP. KD went to the Olympics and showed out an absolute like he was ob- absolutely to the gold. Right, yeah. he was absolutely phenomenal. Like he led that team through and through and and got the the gold for 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 the US. Um so I mean there is an argument, right? There is an argument that maybe at this point in time if you want to put if you uh there's a term that people use for it, like you know they they they're they're too caught up in the moment. Right. right, they're too caught up in the moment, 
Um, and maybe at this point in time, you like people can argue that maybe yes, KD and, and Giannis are better because they just won the gold. They just won. They they won the gold. Or KD won the gold medal. Giannis won the MVP, the Finals MVP, and the title. Right? Sure, I think that's okay to think, but let's not forget who LeBron is. Right. Let f- not forget that time and time again that he's proved people wrong about who he is. And you know what? I'm excited because yeah, man. Look, this means that LeBron, like you said, dude, LeBron will have something to motivate him, something to prove all season long. I don't know, like, sure, I don't know, like the fit with Russell Westbrook, how that addition will impact LeBron's numbers. Maybe he's not going to get the MVP this year, and and usually, if you have a big three, you usually don't get an MVP in one of that in one of those three groups or that you don't know, one of the three superstars in your team. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I think LeBron's still going to go out there, show out every night, God mode, ultra instinct mode, right, man. stage mode, whatever anime you watch, right? <laughs> Just he's, he's going to go out there and, and he's going to show, show the people why, why he's the best. And, the, and and to kind of add to that, it, keep keep the hate coming. And I think is what LeBron is trying to point out. It's like, yo, keep the hate coming. Keep giving me fuel. Yeah. And and you know what? Uh, to me, what matters is that that championship. Your your talk right now is just fuel to me. Keep it coming. Keep the fire there. And you know, I appreciate these people, and especially Paul Pierce in this case, who's been a Lakers hater. <laughs> Most of his career, I'd say 99% of his life has been a Lakers hater, at least since he's been in the NBA. And it, it's it's annoying to me that he would try, let's say, he, he's saying in this quote, right, if LeBron does not, or the Lakers don't win a championship here, he's not top five of all time anymore. If, if, if LeBron, let's say if LeBron were to retire this year, like like he still would be top five if LeBron weren't to lose were to lose at the end of this this year he would still be top three yes if LeBron yes. were to not win another championship the rest of the time he's playing he would still be in top five yes I I don't I don't get the point that Paul Pierce is trying to make here to saying no more goat talk anymore <laughs> he might be a little <laughs> jealous that he's never been in the goat category never um, will be but never will be never would be it, it's an afterthought it's just he it. These types of quotes is just kind of the the hot takes, right? He's just trying to, and we're talking about it. I guess we're talking about him, so he got us talking. Yeah, it, it's it's unnecessary and super pointless. It's it kind of reminds me. I don't know. Uh, uh, going back to Avengers one, right? And <laughs> and it was so there was an argument, and there was the tesseract there, right? And they were on the in the on the flying ship. And uh, Thor was having at it with, with, uh, w- with Iron Man, right? And Thor says, "Puny human." <laughs> oh no, that wasn't Thor. No, I'm getting the Marvel universe all mixed up. I think that was, no, that was that was that was Avengers one, right? I'm no Marvel expert, Yoa. I'm no Marvel expert either. <laughs> it was either Thor to 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 Iron Man. Or it was the Hulk to Loki. Oh, it could be both. Puny maybe God, both. puny human. Maybe it could be both. Anyway, <laughs> just reminded of that. Anyway, um, bad memory for Marvel. Sorry about that. Um, 
All right. Well, that does it. I mean, I think I think we've we've proven our point. No, I don't know if we've proven our point, but I think we 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 will give LeBron the benefit of the doubt at at this point of his career because he's proved so many people wrong. And uh, yeah, we're I'm excited for this season because yeah, it's 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 all about just proving to haters at this point, right? And yeah. making sure that that locker room talk when he's stepping in that leadership role they are going to be reminded by these moments right here um, and, and making sure we use it as fuel for those clutch moments when it comes close. You know what? When we, we play on Christmas Day, we the, the kickoff of the NBA season, whatever it is, these are the type of words that people need to remember what they said. So Right, right. I feel like we didn't have that last season. Yeah, right. Just because it was so rushed. We had 60 days. And um, sure, there could have been talk, but I just feel like, LeBron, AD, they were all kind of tired. They went on a postseason run in the bubble in the middle of the pandemic and went through crazy amounts of, of physical and, and, and emotional and, and mental strain right. and stress for you know to get to the finals and win it. So and I just I feel like there wasn't that kind of motivation for to get to the championship this year. But this year, I mean, it's starting off right. It's starting off 100%. like I want it to start. Some yep, fuel. Let's do it. But all right. Well, let's go ahead and take a, a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about uh, some more Lakers news. And these are more offseason rumors. Um, talk about Isaiah Thomas, Darren Collinson, Mike James, and some other um, other news that uh, came out this year i feel like there was a lot so guys stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon i don't know if you've heard but apparently former nba player and laker legend lamar odom may be returning to professional basketball in spain soon i was reading this press release about how he started taking a ph balancing alkaline supplement called Balance 7, and that's what's really helped him bounce back. He even said, quote, I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me. It's important when working out. I always need energy to level up, close quote. I couldn't agree more with Lamar. And after watching him fight Aaron Carter in July's celebrity boxing match, I think it's safe to say that Balance 7 is working out for him. Cool thing is that We've got a promotion running with Balance 7 right now, where if you go to their website, balance7.com, and use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout, you'll receive a free 4-ounce bottle of My Smooth Skin with any purchase of Balance 7 products. That product retails at $13.99, so I'd say it's worth it. Again, head to balance7.com. And use promo code BELIEVE at checkout to get in on this promotion. If it worked for him, I'm sure it can work for you. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with Joseph Constantino. And yeah, we're going to talk about some um, uh, rumors that came out this week. Um, first one is from Chris Haynes. And it says, you know, the Lakers are looking for a third point guard and a wing player. Uh, and then they're also going to save the last roster spot for the buyout market in the middle of the season. Um, the report also said that 
Um, the Lakers worked out Isaiah Thomas, interestingly, Darren Collison, who retired <laughs> uh, back in 2020, <laughs> and Mike James, who was in the uh, uh, Brooklyn Nets. Um, it also the report also said that Jared Dudley, Jared Dudley, his era in LA is likely ending. Um, another uh, on uh, another uh, report on Jared Dudley from Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Um, uh, it said that uh, Jared Dudley is among the list of names for the Lakers' assistant coaching job. So a switch to player to coach might be on the works. That's the rumor, at least. Um, there's another rumor about Mark Gasol from Mark Stein. I believe that came out just recently. And um, it said that uh, Mark Gasol might not be, uh, quote-unquote, not a lock to be uh, uh, with the Lakers this season. So that's interesting. Um, so let's talk about that as well. And, and then another uh, the report said that LeBron James reportedly may be open to having Pat Beverly join the Lakers if he secures a buyout with Minnesota. Highly doubt that might happen, but maybe. But, you know, this season, within the span of a week, maybe a couple of days, he was traded from the Clippers to Memphis to Minnesota. So uh, changed changed a lot. <laughs> this, poor Beverly. Poor Beverly. Poor Beverly. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so yeah, let's talk about it. Let's 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 start uh, from the top. Yeah, yeah, do that? yeah. Let's you know this 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 uh, goal that the Lakers have of a third PG um, in a wing. I think is very smart, right? I think it's it's exactly where our eyes need to be. Um, as far as for Darren Collison, I mean, like you said, he's retired. I'm not sure how excited I am for that. He might be the third on the list for me as far as for, like, excitement for the three that we worked out. But IT and Mike James are definitely there. I think specifically IT, he's got a ton of heart, deserves to be the NBA. And that's not just saying because he's great, but work ethic-wise, he's been putting the hours, he's been showing up. And uh, as far as for talent, he has it. He's he's up there to be able to compete. I'm I'm a pretty big critic of him because I, I know we talked about it in previous uh, podcasts that some have have said that he's a defensive liability. Um, we know he needs the ball to be successful. Um, but I, I I think one of the things I did fail to mention in the past is that he has the ability to learn and adapt. I think from just coming from an emotional standpoint, the, the, the things that he offered the Celtics when he was there, the, the, the family loss that he experienced, he adapted, he improved, he got better. His heart really took over at that point, showed him to the floor, carried it to the floor and, and carried it with his talent and, and really showed out, right? It was a good time for the NBA to see someone like Isaiah Thomas playing after what he went through. So um, like I said, the defensive liability, it, it might not be as big of a deal if he's going to be the third PG, um, as, as far as for the lineup, I think as far as for expectations defensively, that might, obviously it's always on the team, but it might be on different players. The expectations might be on different players there. And that's where other team, team uh, players can step in for, for it. And so th those are kind of my thoughts for those three. And I, I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear Yoa kind of like, uh, like I said, my order was Isaiah Thomas, Mike James, and Darren Carlson kind of at the bottom of that list. I'd really love to see what IT can bring back for us. 
Yeah, man. I think I think uh, I think I would actually um, go with the player that played most recently, uh, which is Mike James. Mike James. I know he's not as much of an impact player than uh, perhaps Isaiah Thomas or Darren Collinson, but he's played recently, right? He has. Yeah. I mean, he played the playoffs, and um, yeah. uh, um, James Harden was out, and he had to he had to contribute. He had to be the the guy to take over <laughs> that those minutes um and you know some of those minutes not all of them but <laughs> but still like i think i would go with with him i mean he he shot decently in the playoffs um not as great he shot 31% from 3 in the playoffs um even worse in the in the um uh um in uh, the the regular season so I mean I don't know, so I might be wrong. I probably am wrong, um, <laughs> but I mean you're thinking about the third point guard, right? So you're the right. end of the bench guy because Russell Westbrook is going to take a lot of those point guard minutes. Exactly. And then you have, you have uh, THT as well. You have THT in. stepping in. He's not a point guard, but he acts like a point guard, right? Yeah, he could play that role. I think LeBron James, obviously, but, but like, you know, the, if you, if you want to just like for the point guard minutes, right, it would be Russell Westbrook, Kendrick Nunn, and then, you know, a third point guard. That's one of those three, right. Or another point guard. So he's, he's the end of the bench guy. Um, and so Mike James might fit that. Um, Isaiah Thomas might fit that too. Right. I think I I think I would I would also pick Isaiah Thomas maybe. I know that there was rumors that he may have worked out with LeBron and Russell Westbrook. Um, yeah, I did hear about that too. Separately, so maybe it's already in the works. Might be Isaiah Thomas. Uh, that might be might be uh, the backup uh, point guard that they signed. Darren Cole. What? Oh, sorry. What What I will add to that too. You kind of went down the list, Yoa. Yeah, yeah. I just realized this. They're all thirty plus yeah, as far they as are. age. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're we're just adding to that average age too. So no no it's matter right. who of these guys we get, right? We are staying consistent. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's the 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 uh, later stage, like you know uh, the millennial group, right? LeBron's in the millennial group. He's a millennial. That's right. He's just uh, <laughs> uh, uh, in the later uh, stage, you know, like the the um, the older population of the millennials. Exactly right? like us. Like us, right? Right. And these guys are, yeah, we're all kind of sticking up saying, you know what? We have something to prove as millennials. No. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we still got it in us. We still got it in us. Um, Darren Collison, I want to talk about him. I know he's retired. He retired at 20, in 2020. It's kind, of, it's kind of funny because he retired right after he attended that Lakers game. Uh, Jeannie Buss, Laker femme, took him out to a game. Back in 2020, just before the pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. just before the trade deadline, um, but he decided to retire. He said, "You know, I'm going to retire. I'm going to focus on uh, whatever he wanted to focus on. Was he was either uh, family or something." Um, but uh, anyway, and and the story is, we got Markeith Morris instead, and we won a championship. Yep. And that was Markeith was a core player, right, in that championship yeah. run. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I have for Darren Collison, I have 
he retired. I have questions of fitness. So is with Isaiah Thomas. Like fitness, does he still have it? Can he produce f- uh, at a level for those backup minutes? And I think he can, right? I think right. any of these three would be great choices. Um, it's just, you know, it, it might be Isaiah Thomas because yeah. he worked out with LeBron and Russ. And the other two, we don't know if he did. But there's no reports of him. There's no rumors of them working out with the Watch it. You know what's going to be funny? It's not going to be Isaiah Thomas. It's going to be Mike and Darren. It's going to be both of them. <laughs> They're not going to do a wing player, even exactly. though even though Paul Millsap is still out there and they need him. they need to sign him. Right. He's still hovering, man. I I mean I know we got the eyes in the right positions, but everyone's talking about Millsap. I think he will mesh well. I think he'll look good as far as for our wing player and. It might not be too bad. Is there still staying consistent with age? So yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, let's do it. Paul Millsap, dude, that guy was still pretty good <laughs> last season. Uh, when we played uh, him in with the De- with the Denver Nuggets in twenty twenty, he was still pretty good. Like, sign him up. I don't I, honestly like. I'm surprised that no other team has signed him. Exactly. Yeah, it and might he, be another he, reason. Yeah, he's consistent, and I think as far as for statistics goes, um, he he consistently can put ten to fourteen points every night. Right, yeah. he averages around fourteen points, I think, every every night, and he played a lot of minutes when he played for Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, there's definitely should be some eyes on him. Yes. Uh, his his last season with Denver twenty this this previous season is probably not his best season to look at. Right. Um, but overall, I think it would. Had a ton of value for us, but he he is getting to thirty six, thirty like thirty six years old. So might um, he might retire? Yeah. So it Hope would be not. a one year, right? Yeah, I mean that's all we need him for. Exactly, just one year. <laughs> um, you want to switch over to Jared Dudley? Let's do it. Our favorite guy, dude. If these reports are true, dude, I think that coaching position might be the right. That might be exactly what needs to happen. Yeah. And and there's there's a few things that come to mind for me with Jared Dudley. He's been with us for a few years. That's one thing. Right. But two, his ability in the locker room. I know as as spectators, right? As spectators, as people watching either at home or in uh, at the stadiums, at the courts, you don't see what they're doing in the locker room. You only see the results and the fruits of their labors in the locker room on the floor. And so, we cannot forget the effect that someone that like Jared Dudley has not even just on the young core. I know Kuzma really talks up about him, but even just the influence that he would have on the veteran team, veteran team. I kind of see him as playing like a peacemaker role, right? When you have Westbrook, you have AD, you have LeBron, you have a ton of opinions on how to play the game. Someone like Dudley, who's played the game with this team, with the Lakers team, not necessarily with Westbrook, can come in there. It's like, hey, let's put, let's think of all these pieces together mm-hmm. and let's try to make them work. Yeah. Let's not say this is better than the other. And I can see really Jet Dudley stepping into that um, and kind of becoming that peacemaker. And I, I, if it's the assistant coach role, great. If it's something else that can play, a, 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 I guess, some sort of influence to these, I don't want to say highly opinionated players, but more like highly experienced players, then great. I would really love for him to stay in the Lakers, though. That's yes. the main thing. That's my main point, because we've already lost Caruso, man. We can't be losing people like Dudley too. <laughs> Dude, he's 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 the culture guy, right? He's the right. He's the guy who keeps people in line. He's the guy who 
who who keeps that uh, the the uh, you know the locker room culture uh, at an ease when egos and there's going to be egos because I mean you have three alphas in Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Russell Westbrook, right? And then you have all these little alphas, right? <laughs> that that are in the team as well that are role players now um, behind the big three. So the Jared uh, the Jared Dudleys of the world um, uh, are important. And you know we have the best of them, and I hope yeah. that I hope that they somehow find a way they can do just create. Look, all these tech companies—they're all creating all sorts of, all sorts of job titles. <laughs> do it for the Lakers. Cre- create a role for Jer- Jared Dudley. He'll be like the the locker. Uh, I don't know, dude. Like hype man, hype man, <laughs> hype man, unicorn. I don't know, dude. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, he would really help us shine, right? When yes. when we're looking to get polished, let's say the season starts, we get we get a few of those games in, and we're we're working out, ironing out the edges of, of the flow of our gameplay. He would be the ice that we would need to figure out. Hey, that high pick and roll isn't working as well with Russell Westbrook and AD as much as we would like. What can we do? Mm-hmm. How can we transition to more passes during during the second, third quarter, whatever it is that they're looking to to iron out, I feel like we would need Jared Dudley's eyes and kind of veteran perspective on that. Because I, I think sometimes when you're on the court, you do get, you, you kind of get stuck in the emotion of playing the game instead of trying mm-hmm. to approach it smart. And so that that that's kind of my last piece on that. But I, I, I like to your point, create a role for this guy, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, he has, to, he has to stay a Laker. 100%. Um, all right, let's segue to Marcus All because um, it looks like he might be leaving. Uh, uh, yeah, honestly, maybe man, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't. When I saw the that you know he's not going to be locked in for this next season, um, I not, not of nothing of me felt too bad. Nothing of me felt like oh dang it. I mean, if if he's gone. Maybe it leaves a space for Jared Dudley to stay. I don't know. <laughs> That's um, true. And I, I just think um, as far as for in the five spot, we'll be okay with AD. We'll be okay with Dwight. Um, might need another one. What might need a third there if Mark Gasol does go because they're they're not. I mean, AD's got some good legs, but he is he's made of glass. Um, and so he, he, he did, AD mentioned not too long ago that um, his groin's feeling pretty good, right? right. So he's feeling healthy, he's feeling good, but you never really know what's the season. Maybe Mark Gasol can stay, right? As far as like, oh, give AD some time to sit down. Um, essentially, that was his role to kind of make sure that AD doesn't injure himself too much and become a liability, more of a liability at that point. So, but it doesn't break my heart too much, man. Yeah, I mean, um, the the first my first thought is, oh, that's gonna put AD at the five more. Because yeah. he'll be forced to, right? Because then you're only, you only have Dwight Howard to back you up, yeah. um, and so you're gonna have a ton more minutes for for AD at the five, and which is good because AD is best at the five. Um, he thrives yeah. better there um, when he's he's using his his length and athleticism to overpowers and and get through his oppo- opponents. Um, so. That might be good news. I mean, uh, Marcus Saul was great. Like, if you, you know, he he if you watched 
any of the games. He was he was great. Like he 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 wasn't like his his former self with the Grizzlies, right? But he was still great. Right. Like he could still create those uh, backdoor passes um, and 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 get guys open while they're cutting and things like that. And you can do the uh, um, you know he can do a lot for the offense and and boost that uh, boost the offense in in a way that uh, no you know the the other centers from last season couldn't do. Um, yeah, he was a passing big, right? He was, he was exactly. one of those, and he can shoot the three, space the floor. Um, so, so that will be missed. But there's there's other people that could do that too, right? And exactly. other free agents, Demarcus Cousins. You got Moritz Wagner. There you go. So Wagner Some coming back from the Wizards from to L.A. Um, and then you have the you know traditional bigs like Ed Davis, Bismack Biombo. All those guys. There's still a lot of people that are. There's still a lot of centers out there that that we can sign up for the vet minimum, and they're all still free, free agents. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens, right? Yep, definitely not heartbroken, man. Yeah, Pat Beverly. <laughs> this. I, <laughs> speaking of heartbroken, I feel heartbroken for the guy. He's getting kind of tossed around, and yeah, I. It's either you hate him or you love the guy, right? There's no middle ground with Beverly, man. And when LeBron said this, I honestly was a bit heartbroken because I do not want Beverly to be part of the Lakers. I just think as far as for uh, clashes of personality, do you really want Beverly and Westbrook to be in the same room? No. Um, I yeah, mean, they I have just, a feud. There's just way too much emotion there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that, it's going to happen. I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think it's going to happen either. Um, but I do. My heart breaks for Beverly. He can't figure out where he's going to end up right now. Um, but I, I guess he's got some time to, to figure that out. So I just, I just do hope. Even if LeBron said something like this, maybe Coach LeBron mentality is kind of kicking in here a little bit. Um, but I, I would not want to have Beverly. I don't think it offers us much at this stage, honestly. Yeah, same. Ditto. That's all I, yeah. yeah. I agree. Well. <laughs> I don't know if I can add anything else to that. Um, all right. I think that does it for today, Joseph. Yeah, man. That's that's a lot of news. Hope everybody was able to keep up with us here. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. There's a lot, and I'm sure there's going to be a ton more this weekend. Right. So um, anyway, guys, appreciate you guys listening. Um, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts subscribe and give us a five-star review we'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews it'll help us continue to produce this show you can also follow us on twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on instagram at hashtag lakers guys with that said have a great day root for the lakers and we'll talk to you guys next time Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.